Hello and welcome, this is your captain speaking. Your flight today is roughly one and a half hours smooth sailing with a couple of serious turbulences along the way. But sit back and enjoy your flight. We're a little bit serious with Saib. Does that change anything? Still can't hear you. Uh, let me see. I do have an external microphone. Maybe internal microphone. Hello? Still can't hear me? Uh, let's see. Now, can you hear me? Same as select a microphone, built in internal microphone. Uh, let's see. Uh, is that even. Um, are you using an external mic? I, uh, here, let me do the chat. Uh, Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? No. No dice, man. It's weird. Uh, that is strange. Well, America would have better technology by now. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's, uh, let's see. Oh, one second. I think it's me. Yeah. Hello? Sorry. You got me? Yeah. You were the you had me. No, no, no. We're not we're not gonna talk about this. It wasn't me, all right? <laughs> okay, it, that's it, fine. It, was, it was it was definitely me. It was definitely okay. me. <laughs> we got you. Yeah, I was doing all the tests and stuff. Awesome. We we are good. Um I just I just selected uh, my microphone to be the output, so it's all right. It was okay. We won't blame America's internet for this. It's all right. Okay, yeah, we won't blame America. Uh, <laughs> although, yeah, I don't know. Our internet's okay here. It's not the greatest. Uh, <laughs> no, it's all, right. oh, man, it's all right. It's good to have you on, man. Thanks for coming on. Sorry I was late, you know. <laughs> uh, no problem. Uh, yeah, no, thanks for having me. This is this is exciting. I I don't always get to talk with comedians in Vancouver, so it's... it's no, yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely ate shit last night, though, doing the fucking set, but it's all right. It's oh, you did? Yeah, that, sometimes you just, yeah, it's hard to recover. It takes I, a day or something. No, I'm fine. It's just like, so some of my other friend is booked uh, with the same guy, and then, because I know her, so she's messaged me what the, the booker said, who's also one of my other friends. He's like, oh, the same place where I bombed last night. So pretty, I'm pretty hurt by this. I don't, I don't, I, well, I don't bomb very often. Well, well that's a lie. We all <laughs> I mean, you bomb when you bomb. I mean, who, you don't. I don't know. I just didn't, it just like, I felt a bit off. Do you know what I mean? You don't have those days where like, you just feel yeah. like everything just doesn't go, like the stars don't align or whatnot. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it seems like you're much more normal there. I, you know, I've been doing comedy wherever I can. So uh, I've seen, I've seen you been doing it in the parks and shit, dude. I, I couldn't do that. I'm just too like, I'm one of those weird people. I just want to be in like, if this is in general, even if it's a nice day out, I want to be like in a dark room drinking alcohol. I oh, just, uh -huh. <laughs> I'm just like one of those people. No, I'm a hundred percent with you. I love the like the dark basements. Everyone's packed in, crowded together. That's the ideal place. But because it's just gotta... more intimate, right? So it's just more like I don't know. I just like that kind of like even if you're in a smaller room and there's like twenty people, it just feels packed. If they're all like together, it I don't know. It just feels I don't know. It, I think everyone kind of loves that. I I love it because it's just like 
it feels like you're playing to like a hundred more people, right? This is beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Because the laps are like bouncing off the walls and stuff like that, and uh, it takes less energy. Like you don't have to uh, like the laps don't dissipate. The energy doesn't dissipate, so you 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 can keep it going for much longer. Yeah, hundred percent. How is America, man? I talked to someone on the West Coast the other day, and he's yeah, like, it's not too bad over there, but. How the it, fuck is it on the East Coast? It, so yeah. I'm hearing good things. It's different all over the place. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely, like, outside is, like, the deep, like, everyone's doing outside because that's the most, like, uh, it's the easiest as far as regulations go. Yeah, um, yeah. It's different state by state. Um, so I, I, live, uh, I live in Pennsylvania, nice. and we opened up for two weeks, kind of, and then we got stricter regulations so it's pretty hard to do inside stuff here but i'm close to delaware where delaware you can do pretty much anything, anything you want because no one lives in delaware right it's like two that's people. the problem <laughs> that's the problem no one lives in delaware so there's a few shows or mics there but yeah there's not a lot of people there um i haven't north oh. jersey seems to be doing a lot of stuff i haven't been up to new york city i've been like following the forums and stuff yeah. it seems like a lot of like park stuff rooftops not a lot of inside stuff still oh that's the only thing i'm envious of you like if you like you live right next to new york you're pretty close to new york city man like, it, like yeah. for me it's like i like I, america's not a place i'd love to move to but like there's so many cool cities and shit it's like la you've got fucking new york you've got chicago you know what i mean like those are things i'm like oh i would just love to just like six months just to stay there and do yeah but like you can't like there was this this person who did comedy in Vancouver. She's not very well liked, to be honest. I'll just put it that way. Um, and she's there's a, there's a lot of comedians that fit that description, so we're not giving anyone away. And she was she's like she's on another level. She thinks she's like a like I'm not going to be like I'm amazing. Like I, right. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not not the best yet. Until I can get some like traction in terms of anything, then I'll be like yes, I'm the shit. But nowhere near that right now. And sure. she was like, I'm going on a fucking tour, man. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, I'm going on a tour. And, but she's just going to like, the US to do like open mics and shit. Yeah. So basically, she's done that for like six months. She's going to fucking all the way down the West Coast, kind of Florida, yeah. all this shit. And then she just goes to fill up fuel. Like just because every Canadian city is so close to the border, right? So she's uh -huh. just going to go fill up fuel. And she gets pulled in. Because the US immigration, if you're not a fucking citizen, it's shit. Right, and, yeah. And she gets pulled in for four hours. And now she's got a five-year ban to the US, which basically hinders you from fucking every... If you're Wait, not applying for visas or anything like that, dude, you're fucked. For what? For for going to a bunch of open mics? Is this post-corona? Yeah. Post uh, this is before corona. What? what? Oh, that sucks. <laughs> That's... Yeah, that that doesn't make sense at all. But yeah, I, I guess immigration can just do that. They can just Dude, look at funny. And... Ever since Trump took over, like more or less five year bans have been coming around. But yeah, um, it sucks. Yeah, it is what it is. But in terms of like, because you're from Pennsylvania, um, so you've obviously got Scranton, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, but, but this is we're gonna we're gonna connect over this in a minute. I'll, oh, we'll sure. break down. So yeah. like, I'm like I'm from all over the place, right? I. I was born in the UK to move to Australia, but where I'm from in the UK is Slough, which is the original site right. of the office. Sure. So, and then Scranton, but like, I'm actually from Slough, but like, you know what I mean? Like, 
Scranton's like so every time I see the US office I'm like that's the slough of America. This yeah, is I mean shithole of a place. Yeah, like, there's a lot of you know, like you know, the outside of the big city, there's a lot of like, I don't know, uh cities that haven't recovered from like industrial uh from like uh industrialization going downhill or deindustrialization or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Wilmington in Delaware is the city I've been going to a lot for uh, to do comedy, and it's similar to Scranton, so probably similar to Slough. You know, it's trust me, Slough is like it's because I grew up there like as like a dog. We lived there till I was ten, so it's like for me, it's like I've got good memories, obviously as a kid. But like you talk to anyone else from like that London area of like Slough, like ooh. yeah, it it does seem like I have seen a lot of like. Uh, British or like I've watched a lot of like more local comedy uh, uh, British comedy on YouTube or uh, yeah. and it does seem like they definitely talk about where they're from a lot more which is less common in the US but I still have heard like several punchlines of people like Scranton sucks like it's still a punchline even though it's not as common here as it is I think in the UK yeah I think because like the UK is like it's very different to like even like in terms of Australia or Canada and, and the US where you go like five ten miles in in the UK you're getting a different accent you know what I mean yeah the show there's so fucking rich because well obviously English originated there but like right. is so like different wherever you fucking go and mm-hmm. it's just like in terms of like where like in Canada it's more universal like everyone kind of speaks the same then you got Quebec yeah Quebec just fucking <laughs> fuck off like it's just it's like yeah. everything here is in english and french and like hardly yeah. any of the population speaks french yeah it's like if it was in mandarin i'd be like that's fine because we've got a fucking right. chinese yeah vancouver like, got a lot of a lot of mandarin speakers yeah <laughs> i'll be like that's fine but like literally every single thing we have is it similar like do you have shit like in english and spanish over there um not as much uh not as much on the east coast on the west coast i imagine but yeah like i don't know like yeah like software stuff yeah spanish is definitely the most common language uh actually what we have i've been uh, uh, doing like uh i've had to drive more to do open mics because there's not as many here so i've been driving through like amish country oh so, so that's been a weird thing like that's like it's not quite like it's just like p- different culturally. They're really not part of America culturally. They they have their own thing, and well, so that like some random German guys just like in the middle of nowhere. Is that what it is? What is yeah, I mean they do speak English now, but yeah, they uh, some of them do still speak German. I think yeah, it's 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 so weird. Um, and you know, one of my friends is like a former Mennonite, which is like slightly less strict Amish people. Uh, he's a comedian too, and so it's it's just weird seeing that cultural difference. Um, yeah. So, you know, you're just driving and a horse and buggy is on the road and you got to like wait to go around them and traffic and stuff. It's, it's just the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> That's fucking mental. I think there's like, it's weird. Like I was talking to this other comedian who like, he, he lives in like Kelowna, which is like the interior of like BC. And it's like, he's got a cool scene, but he like, cause he's like from the Caribbean, which is like French speaking. So he goes to Montreal quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so he, he was like saying he, he drove through like to Montreal and he like went through like, we have like Amish people in Canada apparently. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like this fucking just confused like, dude. He's like, what the fuck's going on in the middle of like Saskatchewan? And this is like, yeah. Which is like, it's weird. It's like, why don't you want to have a car? Do you know? Like, it's just like, yeah. 
strange. Do you like, have a lot in Pennsylvania? Because like, I, I, that's what I've, like, going off the office, the U.S. office, because, like, Dwight's kind of like that. Sure. Of, right? Is that, yeah. like, a thing over there? Yeah, yeah, we definitely do have, like, a lot in, like, certain areas. Yeah, I think we have the second, like, Ohio's got the most. We we got quite a few of them. And and they all don't get along, I learned. Like, there's a million different sects, like, different bonnets oh, have geez. mean, like, different. Um, one of my friends who was a Mennonite, which is, like, slightly less strict Amish, they had, like, their, it's, like, all different churches, essentially. Okay. So his church, like, had, a like, a schism where they split in two because there was a disagreement on whether men should be allowed to wear shorts or not. Oh, dude, get the fuck out. So that's what we're dealing with. <laughs> that's crazy, man. That's, I love that. It's just so... Well, I watched one of your videos the other day, and it was... You yeah. went to an open mic where some dude was fucking heckling you. Oh, yeah, that though, that was in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> he would just sort of get, got drunk and just started... What, what I, like, it ended weirdly, because I wondered what happened up. Did he... Did he wanted to like roast battle you or something like that? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, what happened was, yeah, he was just like, he was a comedian too, which was weird. I, yeah. I always think comedians should get it the most, but yeah, he was, he was heckling me. And um, what did I do? Yeah, I just was like, I don't usually lose it on stage, but that was one time where like I kind of lost control yeah, of yeah. myself emotionally and just said the meanest stuff I could think about him. Um, and like I called him because he's like a I don't know I don't know how to describe him he like pretends like he's a badass and he he talks all tough and stuff and I just called him called him a bunch of things but I called him a phony and that really got to him and really so, phony shit yeah I called him a, I was like that that's like the the least uh, worst thing I said but that really insulted him um, and after I got on stage he was like apologizing to me and stuff like that. But then the next day, I don't even follow him on social media. One of my uh, like shit stirring friends, you know, yeah, those yeah, friends, he me. sent me like a. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, go on. Continue, he sent me like a screenshot of like this, and I think it's in the video where he's like, yeah. he's like talking about himself in uh, first person yeah. or third person, third and person, like, yeah. am I gonna have to? Am I gonna? He goes by Chabul. That's his name. That's not his real name, but that's what he calls himself. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't even know why. Um, he's like, he just like, yo, am I going to have to do a roast bottle? Both parties have to decide. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, roasting isn't my thing. Uh, I almost consider it because I was like, this will be fun. But uh, in general, when someone uh, offers me a roast bottle, I just turn it down because I, I just, I don't care enough about other people like i don't care enough about to write jokes about other people no, that's in an insulting way like that doesn't mean anything to me so 100 oh funny enough i actually got a roast battle i've never done one personally yeah i've got one in two weeks the thing is is against this other australian guy so yeah. it's weird though because every time we're on a show together I'll like i'll like indirectly like just roast him like cause, yeah because he's there because he's like because i'm talking as in as a perspective because he's a white australian obviously so i'm, I'm right. just like, like saying because i'm talking about how racist australia is and sure you know, instead of saying like white people i'm just like this person is that and just kind of like so we're gonna have a roast battle we'll see how it goes yeah uh, and he's one of those aussies who's like he's 
Because I come from like this weird part of Australia where it's literally very like white trash. So I feel like I'm like... Just what's that? I, I probably won't know it, but what's it called? Just out of curiosity. Where he's from? Where I'm from? Yeah. I'm from Logan, Australia. So I'm from like in between Brisbane and the Gold Coast. Okay. So... so like 12 hours north of Sydney. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Middle and, <laughs> and And that's a, that's a white trash place dude 100% dude where i grew up is like the texas of like fucking like, of of of, uh, of australia so we're like, they've yeah. got they do it almost better like they yeah like there, there's like a bunch of was there was there like cowboys and stuff or yeah we, if you go like so brisbane's kind of like commercialized a bit now so it's becoming into, it used to be like when we first moved that big country town now yeah. it's turning into a city, but like, mm-hmm. if you go just like a couple hours north of Brisbane, it's gonna turn real like fucking like, yeah, you know, like these fuckers on farms and shit. And we know how to do our racism properly, you know what I mean? Like, we just, um, yeah. but I think that's the Australia's like. I think unfortunately, it's like we're very like it's a very open race. Like, if someone that's why it's like very similar to America. It's like, yeah. If we're Canada's sure. a bit like, hey man, you know, been around the bush, yeah, yeah, just get to the point. It's like You're more subtle, yeah. When I first yeah. moved here, I'm like, oh wow, everyone's so nice because <laughs> like, I'm so used to like, we don't like you here, and I'm like, okay, wow, <laughs> I, I know where I stand, and it's like here's like, yeah, you know, everyone's welcome now, but yeah, it's very like there's racism in Canada, but it's so super subtle where you don't right. like. If you're not used to it, like it took me a while. I'm like, oh fuck, you were racist, bro. <laughs> um, yeah. But Australia's as well, like it's just like they will like tell you straight to your face. So it's like, but like what yeah. I find weird about America is it's like, like weirdly enough, you have heaps of brown people, but like mm-hmm. people still like don't know what I am. So like when I first went to like yeah, like I went to Seattle was like the first city I went to in, in America and it's oh yeah they they don't have a lot of brown people there do they oh they have fuckloads that's the weird oh they thing. do <laughs> I've got cousins who live in Seattle okay well. oh yeah of course because it's a big tech town uh, what am I thinking <laughs> <laughs> but no it is it is it is it is but like yeah. basically so like there was this this black homeless guy and he was just like he's like goes to me I'm gonna tell you a joke man it's a Mexican joke don't be offended yeah. Why would I be offended on a Mexican? Drink? Oh yeah. And then, but I didn't click. It took me like like a year. And I'm like, oh shit, he thought I was Mexican. But then I went to New York, and then this was like a week later, and the dude's just like, some guy's like, hey man, what are you? And I'm like, he thought I was Aboriginal, so some thought it was Indigenous. Oh, because you were all Australian accent, I guess. I don't yeah, know. I'm like, he's like, where are you from? I'm like uh, Australia. He's like, oh, are you one of those Aborigines people? I'm like, uh, no. And yeah. then someone thought I was Mexican. And then I was, weirdly enough, at the Trump inauguration. Dude, fucking weirdest time of my life. You were, the, you were at I his... I was inaug- there, dude. I was in, there. In, uh, in Washington, D.C.? In D.C. Oh, nice. I mean, I started comedy, like, like the same week he got inaugurated. So, um, dude, I... Fuck. Yeah, go on. It was- I heard a lot of Trump jokes on stage that first week I- I was like, is this what comedy is going to be forever? Um, thank God it's not. But what were you doing in D.C.? I was just there. I was in Baltimore, weirdly enough. Like, I, I like Baltimore. Okay. It's like, it's a weird city, but it's like, 
It's like it's not. It's kind of similar to Philly. It's like a little a smaller Philly. I yeah, guess. it's got a charm to it. You know what I mean? It's like they yeah. got charms to it. Even though I've been robbed, city, yeah. long, but like it's it's got a charm to it. It's like, yeah. I kind of like it. It's like every time I tell people, it's like oh, when I was at the like oh, I was I had a layover in LAX, and they're like I'm like where are you going? I'm like Baltimore. I was like Baltimore. I'm like all right, man. <laughs> No need to yeah. judge, but yeah, so it was there, and I'm like, might as well just go to the inauguration. I've never really seen anything like this. Mm-hmm. So I went there, and it was just fucking wild, man. It was just, it was just, yeah. it was crazy as shit. Like, just people just going nuts and stuff. Yeah. And then there, it's like, I met this lady, and then she's just like, oh, are you like mixed race, black and white? I'm like, fuck, how bad is your education? Yeah. <laughs> It's I don't know and and especially I bet like your your accent like throws American American like we don't understand that like a lot well a lot of Americans don't understand that there's like uh, people of color in Europe or Australia you know they just they just don't know. <laughs> Dude, I'm a byproduct of white people's colonization. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I was family moved to Africa because of white people. <laughs> I was looking at your your the all the flags in your Instagram bio, and I was like, "Damn, this is a lot of countries that like cricket, which is definitely <laughs> Love it. definitely a product of of white people uh, imperialism." That's that's the weirdest thing. It's like like the subcontinent, fucking dude. Cricket is like unreal. It's like a religion, bro. It's like yeah. Like I love my cricket. I love cricket, but it's like yeah. those guys on a next level man it's like if you yeah. want to become a cricket player in like india dude you have to start like seven years old it's yeah like, you're not gonna because it's like there's so many people playing that sport and it's like uh-huh. you're never gonna make it like if you right. don't and it's just those guys and but like they're just producing so much talent and they're just like yeah it's ugh, dude it's crazy over there because it's like in australia cricket's big but not as big as it is in like india man over there's like right next level man but yeah i i saw some documentaries on it and it's it's crazy and it, it like i, I saw doc, they were talking about the ipl dude uh, are you a hustle minaj's bit uh oh yeah i did see that i was i was also watching some like british um some british yeah. cricket thing too where they yeah. were like where they were like going into the Indian towns and like like riding the bus with them and looking at how hard they worked and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, so the IPL is kind of like I don't want to get into the politics of cricket, the cricketing world, but the but the IPL has really like kind of changed um, the way cricket is played. Basically, it, so it looked like it looked very American. I think that was his point. Like it looked like a like the worst parts of American sports. It looks like they took. Hundred percent. It's because like, the thing is about cricket is the original cricket is called is called Test cricket, right? So yeah. Test cricket goes for five days. Yeah. And that's my favorite form of the game because it's the purest form of the game because it's like there's there's an even battle between bat and ball. Like it's just it is more even. But the fact is, it goes for five days, mm-hmm. and people's fucking attention spans are not five days. Five long. days anymore, right? Yeah. Um, so we have three forms of the game in cricket. So there's test cricket, then there's one day, and then there's T20, which are the IPL is. Right. So one day, go, obviously, one day goes for like nine, nine hours, eight hours. It goes for a full day. Basically, you, if you mm-hmm. go at like 10 o'clock in the morning, you're coming home like seven, eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day at uh, T20 cricket, so like IPL cricket, you're looking at three hours. That's the shortest form. It's like the most 
yeah, American version of the game where it's like it's just basically all action, mm-hmm. uh, no fairness at all, and uh, cheerleaders and like no no fairness is that what you said? Yeah, dude, it's no fa- like honestly like it's not fair between bat and ball. Not there's yeah, there's no, literally nothing at all. Like because I was like I don't know, I was a I'll put it I was a pitcher. Let's put it that way. So like we have different types of like right bowlers, a bowler which, as they call it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I know a little bit. I <laughs> oh, did. You know more than most people. Often, fucking, I'm talking about cricket for hours. Now. I, I, yeah. Listen, I I went down the YouTube hole. Uh, I don't know, a couple of months ago, just learning, trying to learn about it. Um, yeah, uh, I like Netflix did this thing where it's like yeah. trying to teach Americans cricket. Oh, because um, they wanted to explode the like the ICC or like in the in yeah, international cricket council wants it to grow in America because it's a mm-hmm. massive market, right? And, I mean, there's a lot of immigrants here like when i live i used to live in delaware actually um newark delaware and they had like a park it was like you know a bunch of i don't know townhomes or whatever and yeah. or apartments and then they had like a baseball park people didn't play baseball on it they played uh they played cricket yeah <laughs> so i was a bowler so if you're playing t20 cricket you can ball the best ball of your life and you're getting sent just just getting sent to like fucking just for six or a home run yeah Right. But like, like, that's the thing. There's like there's more like fielding restrictions in terms of like, and then there's only like you can only bowl like so in cricket you get six balls right that's one over. Right. Like in one day and T20 cricket you can only bowl like in T20 you can only bowl four overs so like 24 balls. In mm-hmm. one day cricket you can only bowl 10 overs which is 60 balls and that's it. Mm-hmm. You can't bowl anymore after that. So yeah. you're kind of like if you're bowling the best and you've bought, you've maxed out you can't do anymore. Like a mm-hmm. batter can just keep going, right? And that's where like the fit. We've, okay. but then again, it's like we want to, you want to kind of like broaden the game out a little bit. So it's kind of that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, that. That's a little bummer. That it's it's it, so it's just what luck of the draw or what what is it just chance? What's in terms of like bowling? In terms of like uh, how it's oh you mean it's not fair in terms of the mat the bowler versus the the bat. Yeah, it's like in terms of that, yeah, yeah. So, like in baseball, it's 100% like the batter is against it. Like, I've watched, yeah, (laughs) I told like one of my cricket friends, I was like, yeah, like Hall of Fame is like they hit it about like 30% of the time, and he's like, that sucks, or something, yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, definitely, which is more exciting, like, that's more exciting, so that's why cricket's very popular. Dude, it's ma- is this not? It's not massive in North America. That's the only thing, right? It's like, mm-hmm. but like even in England, it's not like I went to play cricket in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Uh, didn't go well, obviously. Didn't, didn't mm-hmm. work out. Uh, but like over Wait, professionally, there, I tried to, but it obviously like here you we were are. like I, I can't make an Australia or, or it's, India. It's harder in Australia than it is in the UK. Yeah, they're they're into it more. I think. Yeah. Yeah, there's so like you can only play for six states. Um, so it makes the system harder when England okay. there's like 34 counties or whatever you can play for. So it's right. just, just easier because there's just more pe- more teams you can go to. Yeah. Um, but over there, it's only played by the elite because it was always an elite sport. So it's played yeah. by like these extraordinary and then all brown people. That's all it is. So this is yeah. the cream of the crop white people and then just brown people. Dude, yeah. I, yeah, I was watching some British where they were like at, I think, Lords or whatever. And they yeah, were like... Dude going through all the things and there's lord fathington it was like the most douchiest 100%. people 
ever. And uh, yeah, I was like, ooh, I, I don't like that part of it. Dude, cricket's like cricket's so like douchey in that sense. It's like we yeah. don't have rules, we have laws. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the same. I will say I was um, uh, I was visiting my friend in college, uh, Penn State, and yeah. uh, in 2011, and we were we were eating at like an Indian restaurant, and uh, and then all of a sudden all these like Indian people start coming in, and one and one person like was in a program with a lot of Indian people and they were all like going up to him like oh I'm so happy this is the best day of my life India had just won the uh World Cup yeah in 2011 right yeah so I I saw saw all the people like they were like well not all the people but like a lot of people coming in like oh my god they were like falling over in happiness and stuff and that was the first time I was like wait what what is this cricket thing huge for them god I think India had won the World Cup in like fucking I think it was like 30 years or something like that. They're mm-hmm. dominating the cricket world now. But enough, yeah. I can go on and on about cricket, man. Try yeah. You just fucking, you take me down. I'm talking about this in ages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot like, of people. Yeah. yeah. I just, honestly, weirdly enough, you know like a, a lot about cricket for a North American. Which uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm just interested in things and I can, I have a curiosity in it. You know, I, I probably would be into it if I, you know, I, I like baseball. Yeah. Uh, but I would be into it if I, you know, grew up in a culture like that. But, yeah. you know, it's just different cultures and subcultures fascinate me. Uh, so, yeah, I spent some, just put some effort into, like, learning about other things, you know. It's great. Oh, dude, that's, uh, on, that's pretty good. I've honestly heard, like, I've, met, I've been to America so many times and, like, met people who's just, like, they've never, like, left but want to, like, learn anything outside yeah. of the United States. Like, dude, there's a whole world out there. I know. Like, I, it. <laughs> oh, I, I hate, I hate, like, it's almost, it can be like a prideful thing where like someone brings up something that's, you know, European or something like that. And they're just like, well, I don't know what that is. And it's like, well, that's your problem. You're the idiot here. I don't know. Like I had college professors who like had that attitude about stuff. Like they, I forget, they like had some word. I'm like, that's actually like a rude word in, in the UK or something like that. And they're like, well, I don't care about that or whatever. <laughs> well, I think that's the same with us with like, the, I don't know, the, the word cunt. Like for us, it's like yeah, the best word in the world. Like it's just, yeah. but I think for Australians, it's just like, it's just like, a, from, I didn't even know like before I came here that it was a word of like. Oh. Yeah. I mean, does it mean the same thing though? I mean, it does have different connotations, but like. If you look it up in a dictionary, does it mean the same thing? I think it does. It, it will mean the female vagina. But in terms of, yeah, it, it means, it can mean, depending on how it's said, obviously connotations, and mm-hmm. when it's used, it can mean a completely different thing. It's so like, like calling someone a dick or something like that. 100%. Like, it's like, it can mean, honestly, it can be, be a good thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's so many different ways you can use it. And like, cunt can just mean person. Do you know, like, yeah. look at that cunt over there. Just yeah. look at that guy over there. Yeah. Uh, it can also just mean, like, oh, look at this sick cunt. That's good. Like, sick cunt. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, it's, no, I'm, I'm well aware of the pride with which uh, Australians <laughs> like to use that word. They're like, oh, it's, 
in the UK, it's not as bad. In, in Australia, it's yeah. or even better where we use it way more. Hundreds <laughs> of like, dude, I used to like until I moved here. I would, every like third word would be like can't. It would just yeah. It's like I grew up in like white trash Australia, so like oh yeah, yeah. Like, just use it all the time. Yeah, it, like, it didn't come like because it's just so natural because it's so used all the time. Sure. It's like, it's even like why I swear so much. It's like when I I'm like. Because like, like, it was like last year, and I'm like, why do I swear so much? And I went back to Australia, I'm like, oh, this is why I swear. Right. Yeah, who you grew up with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is hard. Because in comedy, sometimes if you swear too much, it just, it, it puts people off. It comes off as weird. It's, it's swearing is a hard thing. I don't know. It's, I like swearing, but you don't want to do it too much. Yeah, I think my, my biggest thing is toning the swearing down. And it's like, yeah. even, like this guy, like, um, that I played cricket with. He's an older guy, and he just like he like called my mum the other day, and they were like, he was at like my mum's like business, and he's like, "Side mate, he's swearing too much. Just cut it out." <laughs> and I'm like, and he's a guy who swears a lot, so I'm like, I'm swearing way too much. Yeah, but is that a thing? Like, do you guys like do you have a word that like we wouldn't use in terms of, like would be really offensive, but like it's just a normal thing in the US? Uh I I, I don't know. Uh... I'm not as familiar, like, um, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I don't know. Like, like some of the words are like, like that British used to curse. We're just like, like wanker. Like we don't use it. We're just like, what? like that's offensive or whatever. I think motherfucker is more common. It's still like a bad word here that you wouldn't use, but I think that's worse in the UK uh, or Australia, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know though. <laughs> yeah, you I'm not. Swear, do you guys just say fuck off and like jerk off and shit, right? Yeah, fuck off, fuck you. Yeah, fuck's a big one. Shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, comedians are comedians will use the worst words. hundred percent, always, man. Yeah. <laughs> they try and use it as much as they can. Yeah. So, in terms of like comedy, like what got you into comedy? Was it just like you just always wanted to do it, or did you just like see someone do it and you like fuck this is what I wanted to do? I did. I always did. I. I don't know. Actually, that's not true. I didn't always want to do it. Um, but like, I wanted to be in college. I wanted to be like a writer uh, who wrote fiction books. <laughs> um, Fair enough. That's all right. But uh, it's just interesting because now I like couldn't care less. But I was really into that. Um, and I think I, I think like podcasts started getting big, and I listened to a lot of like podcasts, and I just like I was like, oh, it seems like a like the the freedom of the lifestyle and stuff like that and yeah. and you get to write your stuff you get to say it and and that's what really like the the gratifications of writing something testing it out and i really like that process and that's what appealed to me it still does that's sick man look did you like was it just did you ever like for me it's like you know russell peters sure yeah, yeah of course for me it was like i saw russell peters when I was yeah. like 13 because like dude we don't have brown comics back then, right? yeah no he was he was like i i've had like uh american friends be like uh, like i don't get him um he just does like stuff about like the difference between cultures or whatever and i'm like i don't think you understand he's speaking to people who no one spoke to for the longest time like that's why he's so big 
he opened the kind of like I think there was obviously like you had like Mindy Kaling or whatever it was, and then like what's the other what's the guy who was in Parks and Recs? Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari. You had those guys, but I think Russell Peters really fucking just opened that door for like. And he like specifically spoke to like that experience. Oh mate, dude, he was like for me, he was like the most relatable guy, and it's like. Yeah. Um, this is all I want to do. Like, I used to like recite his jokes to my family at the time. And I'm like, I'm like, this is the shit. You know what I mean? Like, and for like, I think a lot of like brown comics around my age would be like, Russell Peters is our inspiration. And, like, sure. He doesn't get enough, I don't think he gets enough credit from like brown comics who have made it now because he kind of like literally opened that door for like us. Yeah. He, like, yeah, he, and he, I don't think he gets enough credit from anyone. Or, or for especially from like you know, I don't know, like yeah, he he doesn't seem like well, I mean obviously he's made, he's making millions of dollars, he's doing okay, um, but he's yeah, a lot right. of people, he seems all right at night. <laughs> he seems all right, yeah, you know what, fuck him, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, definitely, yeah, a lot of people don't like he was a thing in America like about three or four years ago where people started being like, who is this? I think when his Netflix special came out or whatever, a lot of people were like, who is this? Jesus, that's crazy. Like for like for me, like I've known him since like two thousand and seven. That's when I first got introduced to him. And he's like the weird thing about he got like famous because someone put his special that he did on like Canadian television, like CBC. Yeah, like I've, I've seen the, I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, that on YouTube, and then that's it overnight. Yeah, that that was a time where yeah, where people would get famous on YouTube. That's um, yeah. I mean that's. That's the hope that that happens. That I mean, that's a big deal. I've seen you grow, man. Like, because I've been following you, I've been subscribed to your channel for a while now. So I've seen you grow. Like, you're growing like every day. I'm like, shit, you said well. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I put a lot of work. I've taken like the last three. I haven't done a lot in the last three weeks, but yeah, I'm I'm doing my best. Um, yeah, it's great. It's great. I can see it grow because like, I don't think you can obviously see because you're doing it all the time. It's like I've seen like because like, it comes up and like when I'm like on my dashboard, it comes up and you come up and, like. Shit, man. It's like 328 now. It's doing Oh, thanks. Yeah, that 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 people like it when I get uh, emotionally destroyed in videos. <laughs> Those do really well. I'm like, how can I replicate this? Uh, yeah, yeah. That that one went really well. Uh, yeah, that was that was cool. Uh, yeah, it's YouTube. I don't know. You're on YouTube, so you you see the analytics, and it's like I'm starting to learn. Okay, you need good thumbnails you need people to watch it for a long time and and it's it's interesting it's definitely like i think i started off like for me like the biggest inspiration going to youtube is like this guy called isaac butterfield he's an australian comic okay he's like 27 or something and like he started two years ago and uh-huh. now he's got like a million subscribers now yeah. he's like fucking booking shows left right side. yeah he's selling out everywhere and i'm like why am i not doing this <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, like, but first, I obviously didn't have the drive as much as he did. I've got a kind of got that now, where like I'm doing multiple things, but like I need yeah. this is what I want to do, and like all I'm gonna do everything I can do to get there. And yeah. yeah, I think that's what my motivation is. If, if he can do it, I think we can all do it. But it's a lot. YouTube is a lot harder than people think. You can't just put something up, mm. and it's gonna get it's, millions. It's probably the hardest one to get a following out of all of the big social media platforms. Hundred percent. It's like. It's, I want things to grow organically as well. So, like, you have, you, I have like video, like, I have one video. Have you seen, like, that Indian matchmaking on Netflix? Oh, uh, yeah, that's your most recent one. I, uh, I saw the video. Uh, I haven't, that's on a Netflix show, right? Netflix show, yeah. 
uh, yeah, I have a friend who's like gotten really into that, and so he's like Instagramming clips of it all the time. <laughs> the stupidest show I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it, like, it, it looks it was, ridiculous. It was just funny to like just do a parody on it, and it was just like, and then that's what kind of worked. Like, you have to play around with it and stuff, and then try and see what works. But what I figured is like you have to talk about trends that everyone's talking about, and uh, that helps for sure. Yeah, really, like because then it's searchable, right? Where like if yeah. I used to be like I'm just do random videos, and then it's like no one can search it. But I think once you get to that level where you have enough following, then you can just make whatever you right. want. It, it's it's hard because it's like you want you want it to be a searchable trend, yeah. but you also don't want it to be a searchable trend that like every big YouTuber is doing, so that you get buried uh, beneath all the search results. So it's like a mix, and I think probably that specific TV show you talked about was probably like good because it's not like a huge mainstream thing. Mainstream YouTubers aren't doing it, but it's yeah. still like a searchable thing. Yeah, because all the brown, like, I'm like, I've got to do this. I'm like, all the brown people are going to want to do this. And it was like, it's, not, it's always nice when you get, like, validation from random, like, people. Like, comments. Oh, it's the best. It's, it's, that's why we do this, right? We wouldn't love yeah. kids. It's like, you were funny. Thank you. And it's like crying. But, like, yeah. it's very nice because it just kind of gives you that kind of more of that drive to continue on where, like, if you're going, your shit, you're like, oh, should, should I quit? Yeah. The my last video got like comments. I was like, hey, so like I think I asked like, so how's Kami like in your country? And I got like comments from like Hong Kong, India, um, Australia, the U.S., uh, Canada, England, and I was like, yeah, like that's that's what you want, man. You want that kind of like just people to watch your stuff because that's that's the way you're gonna grow, right? And it's like. Which is awesome. So, what what is your like main? Do you want to like become like a move to LA or are you moving to New York type of guy? Like, what's your kind of like long term plan? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that would be cool. Like, the problem with those cities they're so expensive, but that would be awesome to like live in New York. I mean, obviously, live in New York City and like play the big clubs there, be a regular, and then tour. Like, yeah, that that's awesome. Um, but you know, if whatever way works, you got to do what you got to do. You know, like. Like you said, that guy who blew up and now is touring, like, that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> That's know? the best, isn't it? Like, you just, like, gain all the traction from YouTube, and then it's just, like, you. all you're doing is just booking a venue, and then people mm -hmm. are just buying tickets. That's, That's what you want. Yeah, likes is the I would rather shoot myself in the face. You know oh, I mean? my God. <laughs> you don't have to tell me that. It's... <laughs> It's necessary, but oh, you can have some of the worst times. Like it's just, it sucks so much. Oh, dude, it's it's the worst. It just like you're just like considering should I continue with this? But like, cause it's you just got a bunch of comics just basically sitting there going, not even listening to, just waiting to go on themselves. Yeah. And then you all you get is a at the start and a at the end. And maybe yeah. Like, <laughs> I have found open mics are better the farther you go away from the city. So if you're in like Amish country, yeah. uh, they don't have anything going on. So they're going to come out on a Monday and watch open mic comedy. So so like the one I do in like Amish country, it gets just as much audience members as the comedians. The problem is I have to drive like an hour both ways. That's crazy. Um, I, I definitely want to experience that. Man. Just see Amish people. I don't think I've ever encountered yeah. an Amish person. Just like... Do they wear like the full on like fucking hats and like suspenders and shit. Yeah. And the women have like bonnets and stuff. It's yeah, it's it's and they're just on the road in their horse and buggies and you gotta like 
go around them and yeah they have like bikes where like i don't think they're allowed to have pedals on their bike so it's just like a a bike with like and except they push it like a skateboard instead um it's just the strangest thing <laughs> they're strange people aren't they why do they do that they just want to be like that was like the 1800 was the pinnacle of existence and that's it i mean it it is a simpler life. It, things are a lot simpler. Um, you don't have to deal with a lot of crap. That's just pretty true. In a certain sense, I'm like, oh, they kind of won. They don't have to. They don't have to deal with all this modern bullshit that we have. So they have their thing. I kind of like that it exists. You know, <laughs> it's it's not, it's the same. It reminds you of a simpler time. Because I like honestly, the weird thing is like I hate having a phone. But the same thing is like same time is like I'm so like always like fuck it on my phone which is like yeah. horrible like it's like I, when i don't when i've like lost my phone like this is the best ever this yeah because it's like you're not like always looking up like what some random person is doing on their yeah. like, amazing trip like mexico whatever it is. oh yeah the jealousy or like in comedy sometimes you see like oh they suck how did they get that show <laughs> dude all the time also i think people think that about me it's like how is he getting time yeah but but also like people may think it but like as long as you just you're like well i know why i got time or whatever like yeah some people i don't know it's uh yeah i i tried to stay off social media as long as i could but for comedy you kind of you have have to go on it man unfortunately that's like because if you want to gain traction that's the only way you can do it right yeah like i wish like I would like I know I'm so cynical about what I'm, I'm like okay I'm posting a list of the shows I'm doing uh to show off to other comedians like that's the main reason so they think I'm like because I remember the first time I did that where I like I got a bunch of shows and I and, like friends and like oh wow I didn't know you did that many shows or knew that many people and that like helps <laughs> as as cynical or as like weird as it is like that helps uh with comedy it it is like yeah it it, does kind of unfortunately it's show business it's it's bullshit and if you can fake it and look like you're all hot all of a sudden you are hot you know that's half that's half the win isn't it you just kind of have to fake it unfortunately but it, it is what it is do you like question with you like i hate writing like i don't hate writing i prefer just performing that's like my thing i like i just yeah that's my thing i like right I hate writing. I just can't. I'm just like, oh, fucking, just writing shit. I just prefer just, like, wanting to actually perform. Are you, 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 are you the same, or do you prefer, like, the writing aspect? I'm I'm definitely, I do, like, generally, like, separate. Like, there's there's people who are more performers and people who are more writers. Yeah. And so you're probably more of a performer. I probably am more of a writer. Um, my performance, I've come a long way. I'm still working a lot on my performance. Um because because performance is like a huge part of it um but i was much more of a writer uh i still am and i do like the writing things and correcting things but it is still hard for me like when i sit and write i just structure things but i you i really find what i really want on stage i think you find the best stuff um yeah because like i've I've had a lot talks with other people and then it's like they're like practice their stuff my thing is it's like i just want to go do it and see if it works in front of a real crowd. Cause it's like, you're not going to get any better practice than like in front of an audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what, I think that's what a lot of other comment, like actual like 
top comics do is like they I'm not saying I'm a top comic, but like the thing is like right. they go practice in front of like a real crowd and see if it actually works. Oh, yeah. Because you're not gonna know. Like you can like cause some of my like jokes I've written that I thought would be the best. They're never actually the, the audience tells you what your best jokes. Yeah. Are, the, the, for me, they're never the best. Yeah, you can definitely waste a lot of time with your notebook and stuff. Yeah. For me, it's like it's a lot of rewriting, like or just like moving stuff around, or I, it's yeah, it, it's hard. Definitely on stage is where you're gonna find what's the best. Um, other than that, it's just looking for ideas and stuff. I don't like how do you. What's your process? Do you do you, do you tell stories? Um, I know I see you stand up. I just forgetting it. Uh, but do you tell of, stories or? Kind of talk about myself and like I think because like I'm such a unique. Oh, I sound so like a fucking. I'm so amazing. Like, I, I think because like Canada I, you are. I don't know. Because <laughs> like I've just come from. I've grown up in so many different places and I'm like yeah. I've been so many. Like I have a unique kind of aspect to like or like life or what I've, I've experienced. So like what I talk about, I talk a lot about racism really. And, mm-hmm. and kind of and yeah. talk about how like places are different and that's what I kind of try, that's kind of my angle. And it's like I just kind of try and do that, but I like to like broaden it out a little bit. But I think I'm kind of more focusing on like just just that kind of issues like how places are different to each other and like how i see things as like this australian british born african indian person sees like the world it's you know, crazy like, yeah yeah which is it's because like for me my life is obviously normal to me because it's like it's like i'm assuming because it's my life i'm assuming everyone else has a similar life to me but that's not the case. Everyone, like some people just lived in the same city their entire life. You know what I mean? Which is yeah. completely different to me where like I've just gone fucking everywhere. And it's just so, I kind of have a different like outtake on the world a little bit. So yeah. on, on that's kind of like what my stand up is. I, what about yourself? Like, what do you kind of like, what is your like, what are you like writing about? And what do you like talking about? Um, yeah, I write about myself. I, how would I describe I definitely like uh, talk about like you know just dealing with like uh struggling with confidence uh uh stuff like that I have a long bit about the Hardy Boys I talk about that um uh yeah just talking about like my flaws and that kind of stuff I I was talking about uh all the cars I crashed on stage the other night um or just cars you crashed yeah (laughs) Well, total. Uh, I didn't crash them all, but you know, I, uh, yeah, like my first car ran out of oil. I didn't realize you needed to put oil. So that one went away. Um, I crashed another one into like, I had like a shitty Toyota Corolla and I crashed it into like a, a Range Rover. Oh, shit. They would have been so pissed. Dude, they had like a private school sticker on the back and, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then I don't know if I should tell the story uh, on a podcast, but like then, um, yeah. So the insurance company made a mistake and they assigned the the crash to my dad. So they kicked my because me and my dad have the same name. So they kicked him off the insurance and Holy I shit. didn't get any penalty for that. Um, what else? Yeah, I just uh, yeah, I've. I've gotten to, into a few accents, um, <laughs> but just the dumb shit I do, you know, it's always, um, it's very like self-deprecating about me. Like I, yeah. uh, I'm not like, um, the best or, or just, yeah. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I, I have gotten into obsession with like 
writing about the Hardy Boys. Um, I don't, do you know the Hardy Boys? It's like a book it's, series. Yeah, I've read the Hardy Boys when I was younger. Yeah. Like it's, crime people, right? Like it's yeah. It's like, I used to read that shit. It's very like, they're very like, um, would you say they're very American? And I, like, I, I do think so, lucky. yeah. Yeah, uh, like these like two white guys on this wall. Like, right. like these two white dudes just fucking solving crime. But it's very like this childish, but like when you're kind of in that mid Right. And so I kind of go into like, I like, hey, like, like I'm like, they were my heroes. I want to grow up to be like them. But I, I, I didn't grow up to, I grew up to be like, they have like this, this bumbling fat friend who has red hair called Chat. I'm like, I'm like more like him. And then I like start to talk about like, Hardy Boys were actually like uh, racist. They were, um, they they were like horribly mean to their fat friend. Like, and so I go to like kind of like dismantle. Hardy Boys were actually giant douchebags or whatever. <laughs> so I, I get into that, um, dude. Th- there was some bad stuff in the Hardy Boys. Like they they definitely uh, put oil on their face and pretended to be Chinese people. They. Oh, dude. It's just, it's crazy when you like look back in history and then, yeah, like, I'm talking about recent history about the amount of shit people, like, yeah, black, like Trudeau for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Good like, for him. Just, he's our PM and he's just fucking doing blackface and he's like, yeah, it's, like he went full on, man. He did hands and like arms and everything, man. He wasn't like, he was, you know, full on into like the, the black genie, you know. He... I mean, the Hardy Boys did it in like the 30s and the 40s. He's he's doing it in what the 80s or 90s, probably. <laughs> probably colonies, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's a young guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just it just. I think people have learned now, but I don't know. It always there's always like someone who just does it because it, they think it's funny. I don't know. It's, it's strange. Oh, people dumb man. Like people, <laughs> I just. It's just like, I find like, because like, we got like, it's weird. Living here, we get a lot of Americans because it's like obviously it's so close and it's the biggest country. Like, because I think we're so affiliated with American stuff here. Um, yeah, like, right. Back home, we'd only get like the massive shit that happened in America. Whoa, fuck. Here we get like everything. And it's like, okay. you guys have some fucking shit going down like every day over there. Yeah. It's, it's like, crazy. it's like you got some <laughs> crazy people just over there. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, what what's what? What are some stuff that uh, recently? What are you uh, thinking of? I was probably like I don't watch the news much anymore. But like when I first came here, and I'm like, holy shit! Like everything was just like this happened in America today. I'm like, what the fuck? And then yeah. into I think obviously like with uh, like the BLM and stuff. I think with a lot of like every police officer in America is apparently a knob now. So like I'm just like kind of like yeah. scared about that shit now like i think i've always like that's a big thing like when i first moved there i didn't because back home i was not scared of police i'm like they're gonna do fuck all you know what i mean they're like in uh where in in australia yeah i'm like they're not gonna do anything like they're just gonna right. do, like they're just like whatever yeah like, trying to protect i like you know what i mean but like yeah yeah ever since they, I moved here and i'm like i hear stories from like because we get like i'm like whoa like, yeah now i'm just yeah. like always like please mate just like terrified you know like yeah do they have guns in um australia they have guns england they don't have guns okay but they probably they probably don't kill as many people in australia i mean no i think ours is like i think we have an issue with indigenous people like in australia like they 
people oh, just they... fucked up stuff up there now. Like, okay. Because of everything else that's happening. Yeah. This shit happens up in, like, rural parts of Australia where, like, Indigenous Australians get killed for fucking no reason. I think there was one case yeah. uh, recently where... They put some in, in Western Australia, so that's like the biggest state we have. Is, is a lot of Aboriginal people live there because it's yeah. so rural. And um, they put some guy, Aboriginal guy, in the back of this like car. And it was just yeah. this, basically it was like a truck, and it was just like steel. And they just chucked him in there, and he died of dehydration because they drove him like four, I think four or five hours to like the next detention center. And he just like, yeah, it, it gets so fucking hot out there. And it's just, yeah, like, he just died because of it. Yeah. So yeah, it's, so it's, it's the same. I mean, I think it's even worse. I think uh, cops are even worse to in, uh, Native Americans here than really black people. Yeah, it's 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 really a horrible, tragic what, thing. What is it with like the police over there? Like, is it just like power? Are they just power tripping hard? Yeah, I mean, they. Um, I'm not the best uh, spokesperson for this, but yeah, it's it's very militarized. They're. Um, because one of the things that happens is like, you know, we have like a big military industrial complex, a lot of military stuff. And we're also very capitalist. So when the military doesn't need, because uh, they, they go through, they don't need tanks anymore. They don't need all this armored stuff. They sell it, uh, they sell it surplus for cheap to like local police stations and stuff like that. So they get all this cool shit. And, um, one of the things is they probably want to use it. Um, it. It's more militarized. They also, you know, have very strong unions, so um, which can be good. But also, like they're all like none of them get fired for like killing people. Like it doesn't make any. It basically they're just not getting punished for doing horrible things. So there's no disincentive to stop doing horrible things. It's like if me and you did it, we'd be in jail for a very long time. Right. I would be definitely. If I worked at um, if I worked at the grocery store and was like, not even harmed people, but just yelled something horrible at someone, I get fired immediately. Oh, so you can't do that working at a grocery store? Hundred percent, dude. Like you can't. Like, <laughs> I remember, like I worked at Best Buy, right? Like in, <laughs> in the, I was one of the. I worked one of the big box ones. This is when I first moved here. I was like twelve. Sure. Yeah, I worked, like I worked in the mobile section, which yeah, only the cool people work in the mobile section. Dude, that's probably they probably make the most money in that section. I don't know. Yeah, that that's probably they're like, well, we need our slick, charming people to sell these phones or whatever. The phones were very expensive because it's yeah. Uh, but yeah, hundred percent, dude. We got we had different shirts. We looked completely different to the rest. Oh, of you didn't have those Best Buy. We had a <laughs> so everyone else had like a blue shirt, and right. we had like this like darker like almost purpley type shirt and it's best buy mobile underneath there oh um, yeah it basically at best buy if you chase after someone who stole something you will be fired right that that's <laughs> you know what I mean? like, just as simple as like you stole it like and then you was like you're fired you right like, yeah i it's probably like insurance or liability yeah i i definitely used to i worked at a grocery store and that is now defunct because it sucks so much. Um, but it was, it was, it was a, it was like a local chain that was bought by Safeway, if you know oh, them. Dude, yeah, we, we got, oh, we got Safeway here, but I, it got bought out by a Canadian company called Loblaws. Okay. So, but we still have a couple of brands which did like the same logo and shit that you guys have yeah. on there. So this store was like, it was like going, it was doing hard. It was one of the worst stores. And so it was obviously like going bankrupt. So they were like, 
what they do is they were just getting stricter and stricter on bullshit. So we had to like check if people were stealing. They sent all these secret shoppers through our lines and stuff and Dude. getting reports and Full on. one of my friends got fired for like eating a donut and not paying for it and stuff. <laughs> they brought in like they did like they they uh he ate a donut and what they did is they like they had a side office and they brought in someone from corporate to fire him. For Why? This is a waste of time. So, uh, Michael, you ate a donut, did you? Uh, <laughs> you're fired. Like that's such a like you know what I mean? It's such like a power play. Like what are you trying to achieve? He's he's know. seventeen. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it was the word. Like yeah, the the it was the power. The bosses love the power. Yeah, it was it was crazy. One of the one of my bosses was like um was like hitting on me. <laughs> like a dude. No, a, no, a woman, uh, and she's like, "Yo, I, I like younger men." <laughs> like she was, I didn't know it. I was because I was like an eighteen-year-old, so I didn't know what was going on. But they were like, "Yo," <laughs> they were like saying that, and uh, <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." And <laughs> yeah, dude, try, I think like this is when like I think I was like tw- I went moved back to Australia from here for like a, I think it was like six months or whatever it was. I worked at Flight Center, which is like as a travel agent. Okay. And then it was like, I remember going out with my friends and stuff. And then there was this chick, like, I was out, like, just in the city. And then some chick just smacked my ass. I'm like, what the fuck? And then yeah. turned out it's some chick that, like, who I worked with. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, I, I felt so, like, you know, like, what the shit? Like, you feel so yeah. like, objectified. And yeah. I'm like, this is how women feel. Like, when someone just smacks it, it was so weird. And then, at that moment, like, wow. Like, I kind of like had, like, Women must go through this a hundred times worse than I did. Right. Yeah. I was like, I was like for like weeks. Why? Why did she smack my ass? I did nothing. I was just Mm -hmm. there having fun. I'm like, I could not imagine what women go through, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 way worse. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still whining about it. It happened four years ago. Yeah, I know. I I I didn't I didn't even know it was bad at the time. I just like, and then she started dating another one of my friends who was like 17 and he was how old was she i think she was like 22 which isn't that much older but she was our boss and at the time she seemed way older um 100 when you're 17 22 seems like years apart yeah at the time it is so it was just uh yeah it was it was just uh it was just weird and then she started like being like meaner to me um, and I got yelled at by like her boss because she was talking shit on me. And at the time, I was like, "Ah, oh, I guess I'm just a bad employee or whatever." <laughs> but now I'm like, "I'm thank." But thank God I had shitty experiences then, so I like learned from them or whatever. I don't know. Hundred <laughs> just... percent, man. But it's weird. It's like I, my first ever job was like working at Domino's, right? Back back in Australia, when I was like seventeen. Damn, you like, had all the shitty jobs, like <laughs> <laughs> Domino's, Best Buy. Dude, you yeah. Dude, so American. I don't know. Those seem like American shitty stores, you know. Oh, dude. Like, well, Can- oh, Best Buy was up here in Canada, but like, uh, Domino's, yeah. every, literally everywhere. Like, we have all these American like uh, fast Hung- food stuff. Hungry yeah. Jacks. You have that in Australia. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, Hungry Jacks. <laughs> dude. Oh, fucking gold, man. But the thing is, like, Hungry Jacks used to be so different to like it used to be like, owned by Burger King, but yeah, it would be different. Like, it would be completely different. But oh, it's now, not owned by Burger King anymore? No, it's still owned by Burger King. Okay. Now it's basically the same as Burger King. But right. 
because like the whole that everything's the same now it's completely but coverage actually to be a little bit different like you used to have okay. stuff and all this other crap yeah and then like i went went back in october last year and i'm like like everything because we have burger king up here mm-hmm. everything's the same as what it is here the universe yeah. is basically burger king with Hungry Jacks. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's it. Does their logo is like the Burger King logo, except it says Hungry Jacks instead of Burger King. Um, yeah, yeah. When st- everything starts looking the same, it 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 so- it sucks. <laughs> Dude, that's when you know. The only place that I've ever been in the world where it doesn't have McDonald's is Kenya. Okay. That's like everywhere else has like McDonald's, KFC, literally. Everywhere. Yeah. So Kenya's recently just got KFC and Subway. But like uh-huh. before that, nothing. Yeah. Which is which is refreshing because you know yeah. you have to go have try other shit. But yeah, honestly, like the worst McDonald's I have ever had in my life was in America, which is weird. Yeah, like, no, I agree. <laughs> I I I lived in Europe for a couple years. I lived in France when I was a teenager, and uh, yeah, McDonald's there was just way better because <laughs> they care about food more. And, yeah, because you're. you're Food quality levels are just like they just don't care. It's like yeah, just put it out. Yeah. Like in terms of like, like behind the scenes, in terms of like, uh, like your quality of meat in McDonald's, all these fast food isn't like up to standard. It's, not, it is it's like, not really real meat. It's chemicals made to. T- I mean, it. I don't know. Yeah, it's just they they do weird stuff to their meat. Yeah. It's just dog shit, man. <laughs> it's not because I was so like excited, but like Chick Fil A is. You like that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sad that they hate gay people, but like. Yeah, I think they changed their tune on. They're like they're okay now. Or they're something. all right with gay people now. I think they are. I think they're like, oh, like we gotta. I don't know. <laughs> I thought they changed. Maybe I'm, I don't know, but I thought they changed their tune on gay people. Um, they still hate Sundays. They they're not open on Sundays. Um, really, I didn't know that. Yeah, because they that, are religious. The the Lord's Day or whatever. Um, so it's like when I went to, I was like, had a layover in Texas once, and it was like, I just went to TGF Fridays, wherever it is, and it's like, I just want to have a beer, right? Because I'm like, whatever, I'm on, yeah. I'm, like, I'm on holiday mode. I just want to get fucked up all the time. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it was a Sunday. Like, sorry, we can't serve you alcohol till 11 o'clock, and you have to. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? Why? And oh. I'm assuming it had something to do with the church because like people go to church on Sunday, but that like, was a bizarre law thing. Okay. Yeah, uh, well, that's across America. We we have like uh, they might not even be religious laws anymore. I mean, they were originally, but they're just law. Like I mean, uh, Pennsylvania actually has like one of the worst alcohol laws about um, like you can't buy alcohol in a grocery store here. Um, oh, come up here, man! You can't do that. In BC. Oh, you can't do that in. Oh, really? Okay. In BC, uh, you can't do like you can't buy it from grocery stores. You can't. You can only go to liquor stores and get it, which is bizarre. Like, because I know you guys can just get like most places. You can just get it anywhere. Yeah, and yeah. so most of the liquor stores were like owned by the state in Pennsylvania. I don't know if that's still the case. It's like, yeah, it's it's weird. Um, yeah, and I I don't I don't drink. Uh, that much so i don't really like know the like specific drinking time laws and stuff like that but yeah like sundays and they can't sell alcohol on sundays there's all these weird laws yeah so weird like that's so like very like it's like a hundred years ago like that would have been like a thing right but like that's weird you guys like even like drinking at 21 i find a bit weird there's 
there's still counties that are dry counties like like utah in, and stuff like that no no in like Pennsylvania. in uh i think there's some in pennsylvania i know in like jersey which is uh south jersey which is like you know right across the border yeah. there's like one county that it doesn't have any bars um there is uh which it, it was like a very rich county so it could be like rich people i think right at this point it's just rich people like controlling their territory but there was some other counties uh that like didn't get didn't issue any liquor licenses until like 2015 from laws that are like 100 years old 200 years old so it's yeah we're definitely <laughs> that's fucking nuts man that's, that's that's so wild man it's so like i find it a bit yeah america's got i think even like the uk has got weird laws because they're so old places right so it's just got these like just bizarre laws and stuff. But like, there's a lot of laws in the UK that, again, they're still there, but they're like 500 years old, so no one's ever done anything about right. it. But like, yeah. still kind of like technically, it's like, yeah. But like, no one's gonna say anything, right? Um, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, the UK has got the weirdest alcohol laws, where they like close bars at like 11 p.m. or something. Like pubs. Yeah, pubs. Yeah, yeah so a pub Bar. will close. Yeah, pubs will close like earlier. So I used to work in a pub in um, in the UK, yeah, uh, for like a year. So it's like, yeah, we'll open at like ten a.m. though, and then because it's like a, I think the difference between a pub here, uh, like pub in North America and pub in like the UK, yeah, or on island and stuff like that, uh, it's a family oriented thing, right? So it's mm-hmm. like your whole family goes to the pub, like it's a whole okay. thing. But like you come to North America, only like adults go there. Because like you have your carveries, you have your dinners, you have all this sort of stuff there. It's yeah, whole, it's the whole thing. You you've lived in Europe, like you lived in France. To- yeah, well they they don't. I mean, at, at the time and their their drinking culture is way, is not is way different. They just have more of a smoking culture, don't they? Smoking. Yeah, and and like glass of wine or something. Like yeah, you know, they drink at cafes or whatever. I don't I don't I don't know. I I didn't really know the bar culture. I thought it was uh, my understanding was just pretty like non-existent. That's often, that sounds very French, isn't it? Oh yeah, just, yeah. just want to eat fine foods and smoke. Um, but yeah, you like some pubs were closed earlier about like eleven o'clock, just because it's like a family like a thing. But if you want to go like clubbing and stuff, yeah, you can just. Well, they don't have like just okay. We have there's like bars and stuff though now, but like like a pub. Yeah. yeah. Was like earlier. And they but they like kick everyone out, and so they're drinking on the streets and stuff. Oh yeah. It's yeah, but yeah like, I mean, yeah. They want, why don't they just keep it open till two a.m. and I don't know. Have, or... I don't know, but I, I really don't. I think because it's like that. I think that's how it's always been. So, but yeah. then like, if you want to keep drinking, like, but then most of the people that go to pubs are like older people. Mm-hmm. So it's like when I was like when I was working there, it's like the people who stay there till like ten or something like. That. But younger people won't go to a pub. You know, like like. Is like, like a pub and a bar are they like that different? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Pubs like a completely different thing. Like a pub's like where you go have a carberry. Do the bars close early or? No, but but like night bars no. So pubs okay. yes. Huh. So I don't pub, know. yeah, pubs is like a public house, right? Like where you just go have like right. a, have like a meal, like your family can go there. Or yeah. And then it's like a whole different thing. And a bar, like so. So technically the bar is like where you go order your drinks right but like uh but in terms of like what you're talking about like a, like where you're going like for like nightlife as young adults and stuff yeah that stuff's open till like okay 
pubs and that's, stuff. I mean, that's different. That a club is different. I don't know. It's, it's but, yeah, like a bar, like a come like where you're just having a chat and yada yada yada. Yeah, like, that will open the like there's something called like the Alchemist. It's where like there's weird like shit for like your drinks and like there's like yeah and stuff. Um, that's a bar that will be open till like later. But like a pub, like a family yeah. pub, like that will close. Early. Huh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And so most most comedy shows are in like bars or pubs or. No, I never did. I never did comedy in the UK. We okay. only started comedy in like in Canada, like yeah, eighteen, like two years ago. So. Well, yeah. What's it, what's it like in Canada? Is Canada um, is that like uh, a lot of bar shows or how? What's the scene like there? So oh. right now it's a lot of bar shows and not like this stuff. We have a, in Vancouver. We had three comedy clubs. One closed down permanently yeah so what like not through covid like so what happened was it was downtown and Uh the guy who owned the hotel and the guy who owned the comedy club were brothers and they had a bit of a tear falling out so the comedy club closed that and that was the best comedy club in the city okay Um, oh that sucks was it like uh was it like a uh like a national touring headliner club like they bring in national we would actually that one actually would more cater toward american comedians um, right yeah the, I, I imagine most of the national touring I, I guess would be americans um yeah then we have yuck yucks have you heard of yuck yucks oh for sure yeah yeah Yeah. The, so yuck yucks is like canada's like we just like a chain and it's like fucking right it's right? like the improv here kind of yeah yeah so we they're like literally everywhere so we have one here and that one caters to more canadian obviously comics so like you right get like toronto mostly you get edmonton you get uh, yeah, you get all the those will be more nationally, uh, like people come through, but now, right? Okay, yeah. Have, so, yeah. the big the big national headliners who are where is Toronto the big? Uh, I the think big... Toronto is the big, like, if you want to, like, because the ceiling is so low in Canada, unfortunately, you have mm-hmm. to kind of once you get to a certain level, you, you have to go somewhere else. Like, this is like, I yeah, it is. Uh, so Toronto is the main hub. That's where all like the comics will go. Okay. Um, Vancouver's getting there, but like still, we don't have enough stuff. Toronto's got so many more like clubs and whatnot. Right. That's going on. Yeah. So there's so there's two clubs there, and they're they're are they bringing in like headliners from America or Toronto or? Uh, so the, uh, there's a house of comedy now that we have. It used to be like a privately owned one uh, just mm-hmm. here, but like I think American company took it over. They're bringing in like before COVID, they were bringing in like na- uh, like uh, people from the states and stuff like that. Come okay. up there. Yeah. And, but now, works is yeah. Now they're not. Now it's just local people. In yeah, the just because of COVID. <laughs> just because of COVID. Yeah. Because like, the border's still closed for another month, but. Weirdly enough, we're letting in American students who want to study in Canada, which I'm like, they're the worst people to bring. They don't, you know what I mean? Like, they just want to drink and have a good time, you know? Like, they're gonna, yeah, uh, they're like, oh, 19 over here or whatever. Yeah, 100 because it's 19 on BC, right? So, like, young, yeah. Oh, wait, they're letting them just come up for the day, or no, no, no. So if, if you're going to school, so this yeah. like you wanted to come to UBC, like University yeah. of British Columbia. And you've applied, you've got in, and you're right. American. They'll be like, "Cool, okay. you can come." Yeah. No one else, and so it's bizarre. So we have this. That's a weird thing that's happening. So like, yeah. people who are studying, who wanted to study in BC or like yeah. in Canada can come from the states if they've got accepted and whatnot. So that's yeah. a weird thing. That's the worst people to bring up, to be honest. You know, no, like, hey, if I get the Rona, I get the Rona. <laughs> that's kind of people. <laughs> bad thing. Yeah, but it's it's not as bad as it is up here because literally we went like this 
where you guys went, you know. <laughs> in terms oh, of yeah, yeah. cases. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's difficult. It's weird. Um, you know, it's yeah. It Hopefully it's getting a lot of a lot of outside stuff is going on. A lot of a lot of rooftop shows and stuff yeah. like that. Um one of the big clubs here actually does have a rooftop, so they're starting to do shows on the rooftop and stuff. That's dope. That's dope. So how, how many clubs and stuff do you have in in um... we have like um we have like two big clubs uh one's helium I don't, that they they started the first one in philly but now it's a chain of like six or seven um and then the, and then like a punchline uh i don't i don't know if they're like affiliated with other punchlines or they just license the name so there's two like big clubs and then there's some like b clubs where they um where they get like they don't quite get the like national headliners they get like in between road hacks like there's um there's like an independent he's an independent guy who kind of started a club um and then there's uh there's like this other like really crappy club that like if like uh if you work for him he like gives you all these like tips on how to stand and he makes you seat people and i don't know it's just not that that's a bad thing but he's just like he's just a weirdo i guess um i've never worked for him but yeah there's like so there's two big clubs and like two like B clubs, I guess they call them like no, this is at least you got four. And then you got like new, have you have you done gone any like comedy cellar and stuff? I know that's probably very hard to get on, yeah. No, definitely not. Um, like I don't even really do the uh, I don't, I'm not like a regular or like a host at any of the big clubs here. Um, yeah, I go to New York, it's it's really just open mics I'm doing in New York. I don't, uh, I can't get on in any clubs. I mean, there's a lot of bringer shows you can do, um, but I. That's like when you just bring like 20 friends, right? Or whatever it is. Yeah, five to 10 friends uh, or three to 10. And um, they give you a spot? Yeah, I think like Dangerfields Club is like the lowest. You can just bring three people and get on. But yeah, um, yeah that, it's not really worth it to me right now. I don't know. Is that is that a thing in Canada? Not as big here. Like it just is. Like I think that's what like is a saving grace for us smaller comics right now. It's because like we can get on more frequently. And mm-hmm. then like because I think America's because it's so saturated. You got a lot more comics. You got like better comics, right? So it's harder to get time. Yeah. So like here, like you get like five minutes very easily, right? Like I've done for the last like what six weeks. I've done like a, a proper show. Like I haven't like. I don't have to like do open mic stuff and like that's kind of my thing is like I'd rather like build my craft in these like smaller places until you get to a point where you're like you know you have yeah. a time, like hour you're sick you can yeah anything like you can just do like 20 minutes like that yeah and then you can like then you like then I'm like then let's move to the US or let's move to like London or whatever and then you can kind of like go and I think that's kind of like our saving grace at the stage but like where we get yeah. more time, where we don't have to like, like I can just show up in the show and not bring anyone, which is nice. Yeah, that that's what's good about uh, like like right now. I'm probably getting more stage time than I would if I went to New York, um, uh, just because yeah, there's like it's less saturated and there's more stage time. And uh, I, I I was actually doing a thing I discovered is like music mics, uh, where music mics tend to bring in a bigger audience. So 
if you find the right one, you can get this big audience as opposed to like our normal comedy open mic. They'll have like actual audience. If you can get them to pay attention and they give more time, it's usually 10 to 15 minutes, which is more than an open mic. So that was like something I discovered like a year and a half ago. And that's on like, music oh. mics. Yeah. Like music open mics. Oh, so like where they like, where they like, hey, they're like singing and shit. Yeah, like someone brings their acoustic guitar and does something. Um, and, and then like, yeah, musicians annoy me though. Do you know what I mean? It's like they just sing other people's songs. And then yeah, when they that does annoy me. And they're like, like, this is original, man. It's like, fuck, I'm saying all this is all my original shit, and I'm telling you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're they're like, uh, yeah, I was at some like, uh, like two weeks ago, and this guy like was like playing like you know, i don't know like covers of uh i don't remember just like big popular covers and, and like afterwards he got off stage like yeah i just fucking killed it or whatever yeah, off like, someone else's material i, I was like, <laughs> like like he's like yeah i just blew you guys away i like no oh you didn't you do do it with originals like because i do see i do see people who are good who like do blow the room away with originals i'm like yeah. okay like i respect that 100 no. You, I, you respect that more because it's like if you know it's sort of like if I were to do like what Hotel California just say I was a great singer or like whatever guitar player yeah people dude that's the dog I know this song this is crazy and he can sing yeah. it somewhat well it's yeah. not satisfying you're singing your own song or like yeah. you know and killing it I, that's because as comics we're writing our own material all the time right. it's like we <laughs> When it's when people laugh at you, like I'm not doing Russell Peters' jokes. Right. Yeah. Someone was like, so, uh, I remember at an open mic uh, uh, a while ago. Someone was like, "Can I just like, if I forget, can I just like do a George Carlin bit? Like I'll say it." Oh, to <laughs> like no, but I'll say I'll like be honest. I'm like, this is a George Carlin bit or whatever. And like, no, you can't. We don't allow that. Get away. <laughs> I think that's the, the one good thing about comedy. It's just like you get when you do someone else's bit, someone else will call you out straight away. It's like that's yeah, dude, they love that. Oh, people, there's nothing more people like than or or well, they'll do that or they're like talk behind the back. They're like that his bit about blah blah blah. That's very similar to an Amy Schumer bit or what? Like the, the... <laughs> Amy Schumer. I, I'm not a massive fan. I, I can't stand it, but like good for her. Yeah. I'm early Amy Schumer. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, uh, on that note, who's your top five? Who'd say top five comics? Uh, Amy Schumer. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 I gotta leave. <laughs> well, so I, you know, I gotta. These are two easy ones, but like Richard Pryor. Yeah. Uh, it, specifically, live in concert, like that's just the most I, amazing. Yeah. A lot of people. Prefer uh, what's the other one called? Like uh, something from the Sunset Strip or live yeah. from. A lot of people prefer that one. I like the live in concert one better because he's like, yeah, he's like he's just like doing whatever. Uh, yeah, he goes on like people are are coming up to shake his hand. They're not seated. Someone's taking his picture and stuff. And I'm like, that's just that's just amazing. Yeah, I appreciate that so much. Um, uh, George Carlin too, because uh, just because he's like. Richard Pryor is like an amazing performer. George Carlin's like an amazing writer. I really appreciate those two. Um, uh, and uh, Mike Birbiglia. I like Mike Birbiglia a lot. Um, who else? Uh, Dana Gould. I'm a big Dana Gould fan. Um, and that's four. Who's the fifth? Uh, British. Let's go British. I like, um, I know this is such a hack answer 
in Britain is um, uh, what's his name? His name's escaping me now. Um, Ricky Gervais? No, no. Uh, like uh, the comics comic in Britain. Uh, Jimmy Carr? No, not Jimmy Carr. Slightly less popular than that. Oh, what's uh, his name? Stuart, Stuart Lee. Stuart Lee. Um, yeah, I, I liked him a lot. Um, I used to watch his stuff and, and, and his TV show and stuff like that. I like that. Um, so, yeah, I guess those are my top five. He's um, getting up. He's 52 now, Stuart Lee. He's what? 52 now. He, look, he looks a lot worse than, like... Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, he's got stuff from the mid-90s where, uh, where he's telling stories that are, like, different than his newer style, but it's, like, it's yeah. kind of funny about, like, having sex with a pig and stuff. <laughs> he, get, oh, like, I'm just reading, he gave up stand-up in 2000. It's like, yeah. That's fucking crazy. That's so young as well for him. Yeah, well, stand-up probably wasn't as big in the UK then, and he, because um, he was writing the musical, he had that successful musical, and he got sued uh, for being sacrilegious in the UK before they changed the laws. Uh, the blasphemy, that was the official charge. Fucking crazy. My yeah. top, I'll give you I'll give you my top five while we're here. So sure. um, number five, I would have to go. I think Bill Burr. I think kills me sure. so I'll yeah. kind of try and tailor it to more America. I think Bill Burr is fucking. He's just a hilarious guy. Because I think I think that East Coast type of mentality for like for America is very similar to like British type of humor. Okay. Um, yeah. It's, it's it's very it's like it's similar like in, it's very it's, aggressive like, and loud and big. Okay. And it's still and it's still like deprecating on yourself as well a little bit. So right. I, yeah. I, you I, hate I yourself. Like yeah. uh, number four, I think Jim Jeffries would have to be for me. Uh, number three, a couple of UK comics. It's uh, Paul Chowdhury, um, okay. he's a brown guy from the UK. Um, uh, number three, no, no, it's number three. Number two, we uh, another UK guy, another brown dude called uh, Rangan. Oh, far his first name escapes me. Romesh, uh, Romesh Ranganathan. He he tried to come to the states, but like I think he was just too smart. <laughs> like his humor was just like it was too British in a sense, like it was just yeah, deadpan and too yeah, like, it was too smart. That was the issue. Because <laughs> yeah, because like it's one of those like slow burners that you kind of have to like think about a little bit too much. Where yeah, uh, he would he would never have made. Unfortunately, I don't think he'd like he would make it in the US. He's still a it's it's too much of a British comic, and he, then, he, probably not in the clubs. He would have to like do a more alternative thing and yeah it's it's definitely because uh, clubs is like a built-in thing he would have to like find his own audience and produce his own shows it's it's just more it'd be more alternative i guess 100 uh, it, it, i'll send you stuff he's a funny dude and uh, i think number one obviously russell peters but my goat of all time would have to be like dave Chappelle. Man. i don't i don't think there's sure. like, anyone like in terms of like I just think he's the, probably one of the best, one of the best comics has ever like. In terms of, because yeah. I've only recently got into like comedy a lot, because I think he had a massive what ten year gap, and it's right. like, comes back and just just kills it like yeah five shows, and it's like Chris Rock did the same thing, long gap from comedy. Still, right. Like I, if I did that set over the moon, but like it was not as good as his old stuff. But Dave Chappelle's just got that that edge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's just I don't know. It's something about him that just. I think he's one of probably one of my best comics ever. Like, okay. Yeah. 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 Because uh, Dave Chappelle's probably more versatile. He can do. He can do whatever. He, like he can talk he about jokes anything. and stories. 
Whereas Chris Rock, he, he's, he tried doing more stories with it on his newer stuff, but he, he is really like a joke guy. He's, Chris Rock is very formulaic, I would say. I mean, I love, he's great, but he is yeah. like more formulaic than, than like Dave Chappelle or, or other guys. Um, Jim Jeffries, I love, yeah, I love him. He's up there too. He's, cause he's a great storyteller as well. Yeah, I think he was the first comic I ever saw live. So, and it was just like, oh, dude, this unreal, man. And he was he was absolutely smashed as well. Like he'd had a couple of drinks, and he was like, oh, that sounds like him. <laughs> and he's just like, and so like the guy who opened the the night for him, uh, technically he would have been the first comic I ever saw. But yeah, he would keep bringing like drinks up to him when like, Jim finished, and then like well, as he'd finished the set, he's just like. Uh, People ask me, when do I know when, this, when I want to stop the set? It's like, when I need to t- chuck a piss and then he just left. I'm like, that's a great way to end. Um, yeah. But like, it was just like, what he was unreal. But like, I recently watched Richard Pryor's that same uh, live yeah. concert. And I think he's like, honestly, he would have changed comedy from what he, he would have been uh, like beyond his time. He would have changed comedy what it is now. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, right. Yeah. No, it's still, it still holds up. Um, it's unreal. It's, his his yeah i mean his stuff about you know shooting his car and you know the cops coming after him and that it still it still holds up yeah he's he he is amazing <laughs> it's yeah, hard to say anything yeah absolutely man and on that note man i think it's been it's been a good time man it's been awesome where can we find you man like where uh youtube slash james mackaloney Oh, Instagram. Dude, yeah, I wanna I wanna do that. Go on, go on with your plug in, man. No, yeah, just YouTube slash James McElhaney. Uh thank you so much for having me. Uh it was it was a great time. Dude, absolutely. Hopefully, uh I'll, we can meet hopefully in the future sometime, do some mics yeah. shit together. That'd be dope as fuck. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'd love yeah, that. Hopefully come down to uh Pennsylvania. Yeah, if you're ever here, hit me up. I'll hook you up with Whatever I have, <laughs> I don't have. I'm not oh. saying I have a lot of pull down here, but whatever. Yeah. I'll be dope, and if you're up here, man, definitely we come and do some shows and stuff together. I'd love man. to. Yeah, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, cheers. Take it easy, bro. Take it easy.